G'day Trendsetters, this is episode 701 of the Trendsmith Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com, or send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Now, I I coach my son, and, and I coach him to a level that he wants, he's after, so I'm not... Any, you know, I'm not up in his grill constantly saying, "What about this? You got to do this." You know, it's. Um, I'm. I'm. How can I put it? I'm very. I'm very aware on burning a 14 year old boy out, and I'm also very aware that he's got big goals. And but anyway. So, and unfortunately for him, he's been suffering from long COVID for a good couple of months, two and a half, three months now. And it, just when he starts um, feeling okay, he will do a hard bike ride or he'll do something stupid at school or and he, he, he's bedridden for a few days and he just can't get over this thing. And so, um, you know, he starts feeling okay, puts in, you know, a good week worth of training, goes down Hobart, races in Hobart um, uh, four weeks ago or thereabouts. And he's bedridden for a full week. He's just got nothing. And then he starts feeling okay. Does a, a hard, you know, you say just do an easy spin on the bike, and all of you go, oh, he starts riding a bit harder than he should have, and you know, he's in bed for a couple more days. But, but, but he's just starting to come good now. He's on the tail end, and so he he'd put on a solid, decent week of training for himself, and. He, he, he completed a duathlon, which did better than I was expecting. His bike was about what I was expecting, but his run um, was a little bit better than what I, I thought it would be. So that was that was nice, and so and and he recovered through it all too. So there was no back in bed. So he seems to be healthy. And for the people, you know tuning in have no idea what the hell I'm talking about I've got a 14 year old boy who's got big dreams in the sports wants to wants to make it to the Olympics wants to be an Ironman world champion just wants to do everything and in in fairness he's he's pretty dedicated um and so and I, I try not to push him too much too um but yeah, he, he, I've I've made it pretty clear that if ever you want to sack me, just sack me. I'll, I'm not going to, you know, carry on about it. You know, I won't ask you anything else. I'll just move on. But um, so it, it now comes time for his first key run session um, last week, and I said um, you should do your key run session with me. Um, I've got. I've, my key run session still very controlled. I still add walks in it. Um, at the moment, I, all my walks still generally have. Oh, sorry, all my walks, all my runs still have like one minute of walking every nine minutes of running thereabouts. Um, and so, I have this key run session I've been doing at the moment where um, it's just a it's just a loop. I, I, I run this loop three times, which takes one hour, and it. Going down takes 11 minutes, that's including two one-minute walks. Going up generally takes between eight th- eight minutes 30 to nine minutes, depending on what power I'm running at. Generally, if I'm running at 310 watts, which that's generally been my target lately, it's about eight minutes 40. 
and it's just like an, an incline of four to six percent the whole way just just a nice gradual incline and so i i say to to my son you should do it with me i go either i'm going to drop you and um or you're going to stay with me or you're just going to kill me and take off and then we had plans for whatever the scenario was going to be i go if you beat me at the end is a um is a pole i want you to run um i want you to run clockwise around that hard fast keep running at pace for 10 steps and then you can start easy jogging down to me and so to practice those quick u-turns in races and then I said, if if I beat you, I'll just, you know, walk around for a little bit until you, you catch me. Or we had plans. Anyway, so, of course, my son does all his running on feel. Swimming, he he's, does everything on pace. Cycling, he does everything on power. Completely number boy on, the, on swimming and um, cycling. When it comes to running, he does everything on feel. Even though he's got a stride power meter, he's got heart rate straps, he's got you know all the data information you could possibly want to poke a stick at. He's got his zones done to lactate. So, but he he won't run. Generally, won't run to numbers. He likes to run to feel, and that's very very hit and miss for him. So, for instance, you could tell him to go out and do. Um, um, 20 times one minute, for instance, at four minute K pace. Just uh, uh, the first one's going to be four minutes, the second one's going to be 430 pace, and the next one's going to be 415, the next one's going to be 450. It's all over the show. And the power's going to be all over the show. And it's just, he, he can lean towards the easier side of running to, to, with that side of things. But anyway, so we do this run and we, we take off on the first interval. And he's going, geez, this is easy. And I go, well, you know, it's only only just started, mate. We're, we're running at 310 watts. And, um, and you, you know, he's carrying on how, the, how you know, this feels like a snooze fest. And I'm, and which that makes me start questioning myself. Think, geez, it feels okay to me. And so you start checking your own, you know, checking my power meter. Well, what's your power meter saying? And, you know, that sort of stuff as we're running up this hill, thinking, is my power meter running right? Everything looks fine. And so I start getting halfway up this hill. We're like four minutes into it. I start hearing him starting to breathe a little bit deeper. And then we're, you know, three quarters of the way through this, he's really starting to breathe deeper. And then we, we, fi- we finish the first lap. He's going, God's sake, my legs, it's just filled full of lactate. And I go, I knew it was a bloody good hill, mate. And so, so we do. We come down. We do the second lap, and he's holding on for dear life on that second, on the second lap. And on the third lap, I broke him. He he fully got dropped towards the end of that on the third lap. Anyway, the point to the story is not the brag of how good I am. We were supposed to do the exact same run to um, last night together. I did it. Um, I moved my whole training around so I could do it with him. And he pussies out right at the last second. Oh, I'm just going to do a treadmill run. Can you give me a treadmill run? I go, no, come do it with me. No, I'm just going to do a treadmill. Can you give me a treadmill run? So I said, well, all right, three times nine minutes, a 4% incline, 4.30k pace then. So he didn't do that. <laughs> he found another session. But um, yeah, that made me feel good breaking him. Though it was his first run back and I thought he would have killed me. But anyway. 
Today's question comes from Gregory, who sends in multiple questions, which I like his questions, and you too can be super cool like Gregory by sending your questions through to Tim at trainsmith.com. He writes, Throughout my time competing in following triathlons, I have read countless books on the 80-20 principles. However, all the videos I have seen on the internet and various places on social media with pros, I have never seen. No, I've never seen a post of a video of them doing an easy effort. Understanding that fitness is relatively is relative. Um, please tell me high level age group, high high level age group is easy for me to read. And professionals are doing easy days and well. If you could please talk about the importance of sessions all not being hard sessions i read once that brett sutton thinks if the session is short it should be hard i would love to hear your thoughts on that uh, a, a few things on this a few things good question great question a few things um that used to be a very old theory too, um, which really wasn't that old, um, because I was reading it left, right and centre about a decade ago, that if you if you got a short session, you should be doing hard and fast. Um, as for Brett Sutton, um, I've seen all his, I've got him somewhere, um, all his online training plans, um, and I've also seen the training logs of an athlete that used to be coached by Brett Sutton, and that athlete um, didn't coach me, but he wrote a plan out for me once um, in the lead up to a nine man. Um, and his principles uh, is very much strength endurance. Um, you can do a lot more strength endurance work than high-end stuff so there'd be a lot of low cadence work a lot of hill running a lot of swimming with paddles um even easy bike rides like um for sato uh, might have um a 90 minute easy bike recovery bike ride but that easy recovery ride is done you know it says easy to moderate um with a cadence of 65 rpm or 55 rpm and so you're not it's very much, um, and it's just riddled with uh, all the, all all that good stuff. It, it, high quality programs, um, and he's obviously had a lot of re- great results from it. Um, but there is a time and place. But um, and a time of, um, and I'll explain in a second. Um, so the eighty twenty rule. Um, you you we can all get mixed up a little too with this. So an easy day, you know, if it's if it's hard, it's as hard. It should be easy. It's easy. A lot of their volume is what what they call you know zone two, um, which isn't that easy. Especially the top end of zone two isn't for most of us. Isn't that easy? Um, and then it, recovery days is that zone one. So the you can um, let's uh, let's let's just say um, let's call it Monday easy. Um, you might do a, an easy aerobic swim 
followed by an easy bike ride um, later on that day. And that easy bike ride, you're not getting out of zone one. Um, and let's call Tuesday... Um, uh, we'll call Tuesday is going to be a key session. Wednesday's just going to be, you know, a moderate day, for instance, or, you know, part of the 80%. So that Wednesday might be... Um, uh, a, a zone two bike ride and maybe a, a, an easy run or a zone two run um ag- again they're not it depends on what part there's a, a pretty big range in zone two um but that's not easy like for i'll, I'll go but give it a, a example here but my zone two is between 220 and 250 watts 250 watts isn't easy for me but yet that's you know that's zone two I can I can hold it for an hour but that's a very 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 hard hour that's not much fun at all um and yeah we we see you know you looked at I'm um, talking about um lactate seconds ago um I see Lionel Sanders has been doing lactate testing for um for his swim and his bike, new videos come out. He's um, LT1. Uh, I forget the numbers off the top. I think oh, I think it was about 300 watts. That he he's puffing and puffing at at he's you know. So if he rode just under that, he's still huffing and puffing. That's that's still high high end. Um, on a side note, did that Lionel Sanders video, that swim one, that was telling. Um. There's a lot of imperfections in that technique. If a person like me can spot a half a dozen things that he needs to work on in his swim, he should be... um, And then if you look at his lactate um, levels, I would... I would... If an athlete showed me that video, came to me and showed me that video of him swimming, these are his paces, which are very nice paces, especially, you know... I'm jealous, but if you showed me his paces, that video, and that lactate, I'd be saying for the next four to six weeks, he needs to be swimming at 120 pace or slower, and that's going, it's going to feel very slow for him, and he's going to need to be working on that, a few different corrections in that technique, especially his arm, um, arm extensions, um, but on the other hand, I saw that Sam Long just released a, um, a swim technique video as well and his technique's improving like really improving there's a there's a few little things there but if i was you know both lionel and sam i'd be getting in bigger swimming pools for sure and i would be going to not just um you know what lionel goes to um oh what a tower 20 six or tower 24 or whoever that rod guy um it, it, it sounds like i'm being disrespectful there but I, he's it's completely off the top of my head um and so i don't mean to be but i wouldn't be going he needs to be going to an olympic technique level coach at that stage of his career that level of his career uh, rodriguez um he you know he, he'd be perfect for coaching me um, an age group, uh, um, very good uh, um, bunch of athletes, great for them. Um, I just think for someone like Lionel Sanders, he needs someone well above that level. Um, 
But anyway, I, I've sidetracked here. So, um, where, where am I? We're talking 80 20s. Um, and so, yeah, so spending time, you know, I call it LT, LT1, or, or, but it's your um, top end of your zone two. I, I call it um, for most athletes I coach. Um, outside of those key workouts, it's it's moderate. You try running moderate, so you you know should be able to do a hundred percent of your breathing through your nose. Now, for your general um, age grouper slash into your elite, when we're talking about key sessions, we're pro- we're probably doing two key bike rides and a long ride. Um, and you may add a little bit of spice into that bike ride, long bike ride. You're doing one, possibly two key run sessions a week, depending on the athlete, how durable they are, how injury pro- you know um, prone they are, or, or anything, age, um, all that. But one, maybe two, in uh, a long run. And with the swim, um, this is where a lot of athletes um from a you know your elite age group are right down to a back of the pack or generally get this wrong um we're doing way too much intensity in swimming um a lot of it should be more easy to moderate effort um and it's not fun (laughs) we want to go fast and so you if you really want to Pin, pinpoint it you because of that we generally give one de- generally one key swim session a week and the rest are um endurance or strength endurance or some drills or whatever and that's purely because i know they're going to be doing it too hard anyway um yeah you kind of bang your head against the wall in that side of things sometimes but um, but they're, they're like the and and everything around those key sessions and those long sessions is going to be you know either recovery zone one or moderate effort zone two to and that that's all going to help supplement what what you're trying to achieve in those key sessions and long sessions and hopefully you know what you what and hopefully everything's going to be targeted around what you're going to hit on race day now for um for intensity purposes so um the intensity coming out of an olympic distance athlete a sprint distance athlete versus a 70.3 athlete and an ironman athlete are really really different yeah um and you, and but the difference between intensities for an, um, someone doing 30 hours versus someone doing 25 hours, 20 hours, 15, 10. If you're doing, let's say, 10, hour, 10 hours um, training a week, you'll probably really want a, a, a good VO2 session on the bike in that, for instance, per week for, for a fair while. If you're doing 30 hours a week to 25 hours a week or 20, that... VO2 session will be a small block here and there, but chances are it's probably going to be more around that threshold area, that LT2. Um, depending on the athlete, depending on their strength and weaknesses, what you're trying to achieve. But but I'm talking very generic ballpark figures here. Um, but yeah, I think I've I think I've veered off a few times and I've lost where I'm heading with all this. But you you will find a lot of and, and 
we we definitely do a lot of easy easy sessions and we probably do too many easy sessions um but talking about my son um before i've said, i've said to him and um he he had someone say he's he's doing too much and i said oh good news is you're not and I said, at your age, and because he, he's fourteen-year-old boy, I go, at your age, don't be afraid to overtrain. Um, I never be afraid to overtrain. Um, you can over, you can't do overdo the volume, but you most definitely can overdo the intensity. So, if in doubt, cut the intensity, but keep the volume. And so, I kind of, kind of work on that with him. Um, and then yeah, he he's smart enough to realise when he's tired not to train. But yeah, if you guys have any questions, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, hooroo.